Smokey Ramble Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Pokey Rumble Podcast. Yes, we've been away a week, but we're back to look at 2020 in review. Well, Pokemon in review to be uh, more precise. Let's see how the Pokemon Company have done this year. Welcome to episode 27. Yes, you heard right, episode 27 of the Pokey Rumble Podcast. I'm your host, Kamel, and joining me, as always, is my good old friend, Amit. Hey! How's it going, Battle Frontier Brain? I'm good. I'm good. It's nice to be back. Do you know what's really crazy? Like, in the week that's been off, it looks like my Streamlabs has, like, updated, and everything looks like it's running at 60 frames per second. Now, most people have been like, what are you talking about, you maniac? It's just, you know, when you're talking, it kind of shows you, like, your sound levels. Um, yes. You can see, like, this little green bar going up and down. It looks a lot more fluid than it used to, so that's why I'm thinking it's running at 60 rather than 30. But, yes, that's enough of my nonsense. Uh, what's What's new? As opposed to 30? Yes, as opposed to 30. Huh. Are you sure it's not just that it... Oh, well, maybe maybe it does refresh faster. Fair enough. That's cool. It definitely looks like it has. Um, no, I'm good. Uh, do you know what number 27 is in the Kanto Pokedex? Uh, is it... Or the National Dex? Is it... Um, Sandslash? It's Sandshrew. Ah, oh, close. Very close. Close. Uh, yes, little, little Sandshrew. Uh, Sandshrewed. Ha <laughs> ha. Ah, oh, very good. Um, yeah, I guess uh, just in time for Christmas, we can celebrate Alolan Sandshrew next week, or Sandslash next week. Oh, that's a shout. It's almost as, a uni- yeah. as if the universe sort of guided us this direction. I wonder if this time next year we'll be talking about Ninetales. Is that too good to be true? It's got to be around that number, right? Ninetales is sort of 60-ish. I tried to come up with some sort of fox pun. It's just not coming to me today for some reason. It's really, uh, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I've fallen foul. Get it? Foul? Nice, nice. Yeah, there we are. <laughs> that even might have been a bust, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah. No, 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 you're good. Yeah, is that, is that, is that one for the, one for the farmers to appreciate? <laughs> our, our big farmer demographic. Yeah. I mean, not talking about farmer as in like medicine. We're, we're talking about as in on the fields at 5 a.m. <laughs> Hates daylight savings, that kind of farmer. I like that if you were going to explain farmers to a caveman, your start would be in the fields at 5 a.m. <laughs> yeah, not the massive corporations <laughs> <laughs> making paracetamols and stuff like that. Oh dear. Yeah, for farmer, for those who don't know, short for pharmacist. Um, or pharmaceutical, probably more um, relevant. How have we got here? How have we got here? Which is actually quite fitting to get into the We were main talking topic. about Sandshrew. Oh, okay. Well, well, now I'm talking about 2020. So 2020, it's it's been a year, hasn't it? It feels like one of those years that you're never going to forget, but for mostly the wrong reasons. But, you know, when you really look down at it and seen what you've sort of achieved in the yeah, people I mean, and stuff like that. There's there's some positives to take from it, I guess. Yeah, and and you know, um, we'll obviously talk about in a moment this in the, in the Pokemon context, but yeah, it has been it's been a year. Um and there's been some yeah, some some really good points from a Pokemon perspective, some great points. Um but you know, it's been a hard year for some people and I hope that in in some way 2021 is is better for every single person. 
yeah just what i wanted to hear you know with a with a new variant in the uk <laughs> like oh hello let's not let's yeah. not I'm, 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 I'm like i'm struggling to even have conversations with sophie about like what should we do for christmas and stuff like that now because it's just it's bumming me out mm. so oh let's not go there if it helps you i've just heard like planes are being grounded because no european country is gonna let anyone from britain in so <laughs> Hey, well, we've got Brexit. We've got Brexit in some sense. I don't know if this is like the sense they wanted it, but hey. <laughs> I, I literally was just watching Have I Got News for You? And they were like, hey, you guys wanted us to have something in the news other than Brexit. What's your problem? Like, yeah. right. Very true. Okay. Well, apart from Brexit, apart from coronavirus, apart from uh, my general ramblings from this podcast, since we call it the Poke Rumble podcast, 2020 and Pokemon, where, where are we with that? How do you think it's went this year? It's been an exciting year for uh, for new stuff, I think. Mm. Um, you know, we had the first ever DLC to a Pokemon game. We had Pokemon Cafe. We had the announcement about... Uh, I, I wanted to call it Pokemon Smite, but of course that's not... The, it's a rip-off of Smite. Pokemon Smite? Pokemon Unite, well, it rhymes. Pokemon Unite. <laughs> yeah. we can't, well, it's a rip-off of Smite, right? Let's be honest. Um, Pokemon Unite. Um, the only thing, really, that we didn't get... Uh, Oh, Pokemon Snap 2. Shout out to Pokemon Snap, the remaster, or whatever mm -hmm. they're going to call it. Um, the only thing we haven't had I in 2020... I think the full name is going to be like new Pokemon Snap rather than anything else, which is a really weird name. That, that makes... Like, yeah. I, listen, this is Nintendo, who managed <laughs> to somehow name the same console the same thing, but change it like 15 different times with the DS. Yeah, that's true. This Here is a 2DS XD HD 2.1 yeah. Remix Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, edition. Oh, dear. <laughs> Let's not even get into naming conventions. But I feel like I feel like 2020 has been a really good year for new stuff. Mm. We had a new anime. Well, no, the anime I guess for Japan started so last year. So it started in November, yeah, last yeah. year. But the UK, the English release, Western release started this year. Mm. And I guess I think it's actually hit it into its sort of full stride now, where you know the first few episodes is them sort of feeling it out, and they were good for the most part. But I think when when you got to like December into January, that's when it was like, oh, they're building something here. They're they're building something special here. So yeah, yeah. So should we should we talk about sort of Pokemon announcements and whatnot then for this year? Um, well, we can obviously yeah, your start highlights with like, and highlights and lowlights, right? I think twenty eighteen we we sort of learnt about. Oh no, twenty nineteen we sort of learned about Pokemon Sleep. Uh, that's gone AWOL. Uh, when people say something's a sleeper hit, this is more like a sleeper miss. It just just hasn't turned up. It just hasn't turned up this year. That um, has been the biggest letdown of 2020. Yeah, the, the biggest amongst all. Just when we needed it, it it, it decided not to turn up. It's for some like reason. the market is perfect for Pokemon Sleep right now. Yeah. Oh man, I had a nap on like uh, Friday, I think it was. No, it was Thursday. Thursday, I had a nap after work, and I tell you what, those two hours were like some of the best two hours of my life, honestly. It was. It was. Do you amazing. think that's what's happened to the developers of Pokemon Sleep? Is like they just had a nap and they were like, "This is great," and they just fell asleep. And it's just like again. an eternal nap. They're like they've gone into a cryo chamber and like next thing they're they're in Fallout seventy six because of the current pandemic or something. Sorry, I shouldn't make jokes like that, but <laughs> it's it has been the most fun coming up with stupid jokes about Pokemon Sleep every week. Yeah. But there, there is a little part of me you, every you week might say, that's you, disappointed that there's no news. You, like, might, you might say the biggest joke of 2020 has been the fact that Pokemon Sleep has, still hasn't released even though it was supposed to years ago. <laughs> I, can't I mean, they slated, it, they slated it for a Q3, Q4 2020 release, right? Yeah. That was the original announcement. We are now a couple of days away from Christmas and we've not even got a whisper of news. Mm -hmm. um, 
I'm like, like I said, like I'm, I'm genuinely a little bit sad every week that there's just nothing about it because at the this fact point that they haven't even addressed it across having you know yeah. several Pokemon directs or whatever. It's it's kind of baffling to be honest with you. And don't get me wrong, like projects get cancelled or projects get delayed, and that's totally normal in this day and age. But tell us, yeah, and I guess there's no there's no shame in that. The reason why it's probably delayed is probably primarily because of the Pokemon Go Plus Plus minus. HD edition, or whatever they want to call it now. Um, but I think probably with sort of like, you know, material supplies and whatnot, I guess, this is me just coming up with some sort of excuse in my head. Probably they just couldn't get the parts they wanted or they couldn't build it at a price they felt was profitable to them for the time being. So maybe that's why they've sort of pushed it. Or they've thought yeah, I mean maybe with the current pandemic and with you know there being restrictions in many many countries would it be the right time to release that sort of product where it's not only you taking it to bed with you if pokemon sleep but you are using it for outdoor activities and maybe they're thinking well we can't market this properly in this sort of um market I think, so no point releasing it yeah i think for me it's and if it is a hardware issue that's fine let's hope they're transparent about it whenever it happens um but I think it's just I think it was one of those things that just was so off the cuff and unexpected that I got really excited about it. And I've tr- I've tried everything. I tried Pokemon Smile when it came out. I, w- I will try Pokemon Sleep. I'll try Pokemon Unite. Doesn't matter how weird it is. If it's Pokemon themed, I'll try it. Um, it's a shame because I-, I feel like Pokemon Sleep could be quite a, d- a good addition to my life. Yeah, uh, one that many people need. Uh, but I guess you, you sort of that's Pokemon Sleep for you in twenty twenty. It just didn't didn't land when it was supposed to land and i guess the other thing to talk about is pokemon smile that was no really another release for 2020 um in fact it, it released quite close to its announcement didn't it uh maybe like maybe a day or didn't so it, afterwards it come out, yeah like a day yeah. afterwards it was probably the most embarrassing i've ever looked playing a video game ever <laughs> oh dear wildly inappropriate well but it was good fun it was good fun you know they got me to go to the dentist you know have lots of inject- injections and stuff like that so no good on pokemon company um but yeah game of gamifying you know brushing teeth and you can see pokemon now are trying to get into this sort of lifestyle sort of range of things now uh well how do you you probably you've probably used this term before but how do you how do you say basically gamifying gamifying everyday things you know they're trying to get into everyday yeah, routines yeah. And that's, stuff the right, like that. that's the right word that's the right word what what aspect of your life that is not currently gamified do you wish pokemon would gamify Oh, I would like a Pokemon exercise game because there there are stuff like, like Ring Fit. Yeah, they've got Ring Fit, but if there was like a Pokemon themed Ring Fit where you're catching Pokemon, like, do you remember Pokemon um, Pinball? Where you're playing Pinball, but you're like at yes. the same time you're catching Pokemon whilst playing yeah, Pinball yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. I love that. Like you're running after like a, a Pikachu. And then, like, if you're like doing a hard mode of a, of a jog, then you're running after a Zera Aura or like a Tapu, Tapu, um, not Bulu. What's the fast one? Um, Tapu, Coco, for example. Like, so are we? Yeah, that's. So are we, are we? Do you mean like you know in like the Wii Sports style, like you're boxing with your champ? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So ga- yeah, game gamifying exercise in general, like we we oh, we, we sports, but with Pokemon essentially. I I actually feel like the market for that would probably be very very good well yeah you saw like early lockdown what happened with something like uh we not we fit uh nintendo ring fit adventure yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the one nintendo's ring, ring fit adventure the fact that it was sold out almost everywhere scalpers were buying them up and like the premium on those things were, were marked up by like double or triple at times you know 
yeah it would have helped this year certainly so no, that's, absolutely that's maybe one facet of my life I'd, I'd, I'd like to gamify a bit more if i if i can with with a pokemon nice. sort of uh, uh gloss on it but what, what about yourself then this is gonna sound strange i really want to gamify cooking because i want to cook oh. more and like having nice home-cooked food is the best feeling ever but mm. the effort of cooking and washing up and all that other stuff is too much well, but I need I need Pokemon to gamify that for me. Well, talking about cooking, Pokemon Calf then that came out this year. That was probably one of the like most sort of undersold releases. Where they were just very they were like it's coming, it'll be here, and then it came. It just came, yeah. And it was it was adorable. It's we say it all the time, like it was so adorable. Yeah, it's one of those games that people really actually really like, you know, and ironically they, they really enjoy it. And like whilst I couldn't sort of get into it because maybe I've played too many Pokemon puzzle games like it. Um or like well, just puzzle doing, games it's in doing general. Really yeah. well. Yeah, it is, surprisingly. Um and like the content they're adding they're constantly adding content, which is always a good thing for a mobile game where you've always got something fresh and new to do. You know, with these special customers, you got like these now Christmas customers. You got Shiny Celebi that's just been announced for it. You know, it's it's really cool. And like Christmas Lucario is great. I, I look at some of the dishes in the in the game, and it's just like, you know, that looks that looks like it could be plausible. Like you've got the Pokemon Calf, obviously in like Tokyo, Osaka, all those kind of places, and they well, have like Pokemon the dishes I, and stuff I like thought, that. I thought Pokemon Cafe in the real world sold some of the dishes in the game. I don't know specifically if it was like a one to one, but yeah, they they sell Pokemon like dishes. Like they, when I was when I was in Japan, they were doing like a Pokemon sort of Johto themed one, and I tried to book it before I left on my trip, and like it was booked out for like two three months in advance. It was it was absolutely insane. You couldn't get space. But yeah, that'd be that'd be a sort of like like you're saying, gamifying cooking a bit more. That 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 sounds fun. I mean, it's not. Super I don't cool know how it's going to look for me. Like you know, bringing someone over and be like, "Oh, I'll cook it for you," and just like a bloody jigglypuff on the plate or something like that. You know. But then if she if she just doesn't mind, oh, it, then, on, hey, she's a keeper. <laughs> you know. Oh dear. Oh dear. You know, I got jigglypuff on my advent calendar yesterday. Oh oh yeah, you t- tell the people about your advent calendar. Sophie very kindly bought me. Uh, the Pokemon Advent Calendar, which I think is one of the first ones that they've done. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've got a tree and a sleigh, and then loads of Pokemon figurines. Um, it's super cute. I've got like Cubone and Growlithe and uh, Stuffle, Jigglypuff. Uh, I'm trying to pick some of the non-Gen 1 ones. Oh, uh, Apom, Piplup. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. It seems like there's a lot of anime, like anime, uh, how do you say, a lot of the contingent from the anime in terms of that Pokemon, like Ape Ones appeared, Piplops appeared. Um, yeah, like, Munchlax you know, is there, Ditto's there. Yeah, like, it's, it's, protagonist sense. It's definitely more of like the fan favorite mm. side of things, but yeah. it's, it's super cute. Like, and I understand why they're more fan favorites because it's you need to sell the product. I like for the price cool. of the calendar is it's well worth it. I'd say you know, looking at it. I yeah, Pokemon like little Pokemon toys are not cheap. Yeah. Um, talking of cheap. Uh, Pokemon Smite, I mean, Pokemon Unite. Um, well, when this was announced, you know, initially, there was a lot of uproar about it. People were not happy. I guess it was partly down to people's expectations and what they were thinking an announcement was going to be versus what it actually was. Um, well, I think I think the biggest mistake they made with the announcement for Pokemon Smite is it was a standalone announcement. Pokemon Unite, but you was being facetious, aren't you, there? <laughs> Just a little. Yeah. Um, it's, they had a Pokemon Direct and they teed up all of these weird and wonderful games 
Uh, people were super happy, super excited. And they were like, come back next week and there'll be a really good one. And we were like, okay, we'll come back like, next week. With my like paint version of look at the background, it's so obvious what they're going to release. And actually, I mean, in hindsight, I should have, I should have, you know, cited that I was actually in Japan uh, in 2019. And when I got off at uh, Kansai Airport, um, there's a Pokemon store in the airport. Um, and at that time, they were doing like um, a Johto sort of, uh, I don't know if it, you can call it themed, but it was basically all the plushes there were focusing on the Johto generation. Um, and I think they're ah. only, I think they're only now switching over to the Hoenn generation of plushes. But I should have known that they were just promoting that and forgetting that in Japan that was what was going on. Um, so yeah, when when we did our episode there, I, I completely blanked out of that's sort of what I saw, and that's probably why they've got that in the background because that yeah. makes sense. And we also saw that blacked out Pikachu, which you were like, "Hang on a minute, this is not good in this current climate to do doing that." And and then we later find out that actually no, it's like a whole series of like um, Pokemon toys that are specifically just yeah, like because it was it was it came just after the sort of Black Lives Matter. Um, movement was really starting to get underway and I was like that's not how you show support for Black Lives Matter yeah, like, yeah. blacking up Pikachu is not the answer yeah um, but it makes it makes a bit more sense in the context of what's now come out yeah yeah so I, can't, I can't remember what they call it Maybe not, the, the lightning of... series or something like that but yeah um. it's like the Pikachu collection or something well there's Meowth and stuff like that that's um also got those colors so uh yeah it makes so, sense to so, me. so yeah no i think what the lesson is for 2021 with me and you is just find out what's happening in japan in terms of merchandise and not pay attention to the background hey listen that's what we pay you for all right you're the japan expert <laughs> oh, i'll take it i'll take it so yeah pokemon unite i mean i was on the assumption because i think they already were gearing up for a, for a beta or the, the game was playable in a beta state i was actually assuming that it would be releasing this year but um I, I actually reckon I actually reckon most people thought it was going to release this year purely because um you know there, there was a there was a you know it seemed like it was playable the game seemed pretty final form um and to have like a you know a playable version for the stream or the direct um you know normally means that you're not a million miles away from go live no, um, I, I I think they didn't even call it an alpha I think it definitely was like a beta version at least yeah exactly and, and, and you know but they're calling it like free to start as well um so yeah but i guess there's lots of reasons why you know things have been delayed this year and understandably so mm. um but yeah it was just it was just such an odd one and uh, i mean we need we obviously need to talk about the the job advert that was posted this week by well, tencent yeah. why, right? why don't we just link it in now with tencent yeah. announcing that they were hiring people with with quite an array of sort of qualifications i think most yeah of them so tencent put out like. an advert yeah. Tencent put out an advert this week for a Pokemon consultant. We can only assume to work on Pokemon Unite. Um, and what they listed as the requirements for this person who they were going to employ, um, you have to have watched 500 episodes of the anime. And for context, I think we're like around episode 1,100 and something at the moment. So, not yeah. So divide that impossible. by three, right? Or, or like, like it's like 0.4 percent of. I'm sorry, it's 40 percent of like total episodes that aired, roughly. Is that it? Yeah, I mean, you say that's it, but, you know, 1,100 and something of Pokemon anime at the moment, you know, it's, it's no... Yeah, but if it's, if it's, if you're, let's say you're at 1,200 episodes, nice round number, mm -hmm. they're about 20 minutes each, so divide it by three, that's only 400 hours of content. I mean, uh, look, for most people, who's going to sit down and watch 400 hours of content? 
No, I know, but Tencent made it 500. I was like, well, there hasn't been... Or if there has, it's close to 500 hours of the anime. That's borderline every episode. No, 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 because... That's half... Not even half of all the episodes. Like I said, it's like 40, 45% of all episodes that have aired. So... No, but it wasn't it wasn't five hundred episodes, it was five hundred hours. I is it? No, 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 no. I think you Yeah, that this wrong. is my point. I think it was five hundred hours. Hang on, I'll I'll bring it up. You check it while I talk about the other things. Yeah. The other the other requirements, uh, you had to have completed every game in Pokemon. So like, you know, Jim Badges and the and the works. Uh you had to um, have uh and you had to have nine hundred plus hours. No, do you think that was collectively? Was it collectively? It must be collectively because there's like, no most way you people can spend... would have 999 hours. I mean, most people that sort of do the post game content and stuff like that would naturally have like 999 hours in any game cart anyway. So, not 999 hours. Yes, 999 hours. Have you not seen that? No. No, 500 plus episodes of the anime, but anime by the oh, way. Oh, was it episodes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh uh, well, that's that's nothing then. Yeah, I've, I I think my friend um, Alex Kazina might have already got that on his cart as well. And even if you don't, it's just a thing of just leaving your DS on or your like your switch on probably for a while if you wanted to fake qualifications and stuff like that. So no, I mean I've definitely got nine hundred hours cumulative across all of the games. Oh no, I like shiny shiny hunters definitely have easily like nine hundred ninety nine hours oh, in that, some sort of cart. Like that. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah. the only the only one I'll have the only single game I probably have over nine hundred hours in is Pokemon Emerald. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, for obvious reasons. For that freaking Battle Frontier Battle Factory gold medal. Where Which the freaking AI uses sheer cold three times and lands three one hit KOs. Yeah. I mean you, you look you look at nine hundred hours, but usually when you've cleared a Pokemon game you're at forty hours, maybe fifty hours, I'd say. If you're playing slowly, I guess. Yeah. Definitely uh, when when I was playing like something like Pokemon Silver, which actually makes more sense now, I would have been around there when I finished it. Fair enough. Yeah. And then um the other quali- the other uh things you needed, you needed to have achieved master rank in any month of the VGC ladder on Pokemon Sword and Shield. Which you've done multiple times, and like it just yeah, yeah, yeah. puts you down the rank, doesn't it, after every season? Yeah, so at the end of every season, you go back to Great Ball, rank 9, and then if you don't... No, sorry, I'll, Great Ball, rank 8, and then you can get yourself back up to uh, Master pretty quickly. I think you need three consecutive wins. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the grind from level 1 to level 10 is you know, still something. Uh, not everyone would have semi-competent, right? Yeah, and then the, I think the last one was you need to have a wide appreciation of Pokemon lore. Yeah, you have to have know the history of Pokemon, essentially. Dude, watch this podcast. Unknown fact of the week, I have that covered. <laughs> Very much so. Um, and they were recruiting for 19, um, 19 of them, I think. 19 Pokemon consultants? Or related jobs, I'd say. Oh, I- I cannot believe... Oh, so I looked at the job listings. There were 20 total job listings, of which that was one of them. But if they were hiring 19 Pokemon consultants, oh, no. and I don't get invited, I would be furious. <laughs> no. Uh, maybe not working for Tencent's not the worst thing in the world. But um, that aside, that aside, yeah. Do, do you think it's just for Pokemon Unite? I have a sneaky feeling that they're working on something else or will be working on something else. I quietly hope that it's for Pokemon Unite because I want that to be the best game it can be first before they start diverting resources to other 
games. I mean, yeah. I, um, and well, I'd like, I think the best example of that is Rumble Rush, where it was a fantastic, the mobile adaptation of Rumble Rush was great, but it just didn't have enough to keep it going. In terms you, of, you revenue, see, in terms I felt it was missing a, a bit in it. It was fun, certainly the the sort of, but it didn't feel as fun as the one I played on 3DS, for example. Oh, really? Fair yeah. enough. But, that, but that's like, my point, just, right? We, like, we, but that's we, my point. Is like make that game the best it can be. Yeah. Don't just churn out games for the sake of churning out games. Yeah. Well, and the, clearly it just didn't do what they wanted it to do, and they killed it off. Quite. I, I might quickly. be the only person who quietly hopes that Pokemon Unite comes with a a campaign mode, and I don't care if I got to pay for it. I oh, yeah, quietly yeah. hope it comes with a campaign mode. Like actually, single player campaign. I actually, yeah, I'd for mobile games. I usually would say like, look, if you're gonna have a campaign mode, don't give me an option of like either buying it one off for twenty quid, or having to wait twenty four hours to get to X point or whatever. Yeah, I'd rather just pay one off. Yeah, but I don't. I uh, I don't. Well, I'm happy that they're recruiting you know Pokemon consultants because I think you need to have people there that know what they're talking about who are passionate about you know those sorts of franchises and know how you know generally how the sort of player base would feel i mean if you've watched 500 yeah, it just, i think what astonishes anime, me if you've got to the master ball ranking of pokemon if you've got your games about 900 playtime you generally would be sort of plugged into the sort of wider yeah. community wouldn't you i think the bit that astonishes me though is that they're only recruiting for one at this stage and also why wouldn't you just succumb someone from the pokemon company yeah but it's one thing being a representative from a company and it's another thing being a fan of, of, of yeah, that's that company that's i mean for example we've seen with like most of the games i guess basswood and shield now where from gen 2 or gen 1 you've had this rival that's a bit angsty gen 2 you've had this rival that's genuinely you know at some point portrayed as an, a pot- potential enemy um in, in really? Silver. I feel like Gen 3 is the only one that is your friend. Like, genuinely your friend. Gen 6? Uh, fair enough. Gen 5? <laughs> like, no, Bian- Gen Bianca. 5. Gen 5, Hugh hates you. Oh, that's Black and White 2. Fair enough. Bianca, Sharon, you know. I was thinking of Black and White 2. Yeah. So, like, mo- like, yeah. You know, it's just like... Most of the f- player base have wanted, you know, a rival to actually act like a proper rival, not this, like, friendly, hold your hands, let's go to the Pokemon League together sort of guy. Yeah, How was is probably the most annoying character in Gen 7. Not because How is a poorly designed character, but be- or actually, I think he's a great character. It's just that he was at the end of every corner to say, this corner's a right turn and this corner's a left turn. Like, <laughs> Why can't can... they go diagonally? I don't I can, understand. I can see the corner. It's okay. It's like, how, how is it that these characters still can't go diagonally? They'll have to, like, like they'll walk, they'll stop, and then they'll shift their body and walk upwards. It's like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's so funny. Um, but, that's, but that's still true even in Gen 8. Like, <laughs> Zacian in Gen 8 had some of the worst animation in Pokemon Camp. Like, have you seen things of, like, Zacian moonwalking and stuff? <laughs> Where he just gets to the edge of the screen and just starts moonwalking backwards. <laughs> oh, God, I don't think I can ask the Pokemon company for anything else. They've just given me Zacian moonwalking, so... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's genuinely funny. That's great. 
so yeah pokemon oh. unite it's gonna come next year and um we we've basically both said we're gonna try it at the very least so let's, let's see how that goes yeah yeah maybe stream a game or two it'll be interesting to try this year we got pokemon uh or new pokemon snap announced which i know you're very excited about oh isn't everyone it's the it's the game we've been crying out for for 20 years yeah playing bug stacks i'm like okay I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for some. Pokemon the one stuff. thing, the one thing I really loved about the original Pokemon Snap was it was the first game that really made Pokemon feel like part of the natural world. Yeah, and it it brought that world to life in a way that no game has ever done. So, I mean, the anime obviously goes a long way towards it, but the games never did that for me until Pokemon Snap. And Pokemon Snap predates the anime in my timeline, anyway. Because I didn't get the anime till a bit later, so for me, like it was the way in which I finally understood. Oh, these guys are like wild animals, and they have live happily in harmony with nature, and then humans just come along and tear all that up. Cool, I understand now. You're starting to sound like N. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh god. So yeah, that's uh, that's Pokemon Snap, which we're expecting to come next year. Well, it was never going to come this year. Still no, no, that was always later for next yeah. year. So, uh, but talking of things that did come uh, this year, just to bring the topic back, um, I thought it would be worth talking about the DLCs for Sword and Shield. And the first time, really, that we've done DLC. And can I just add that this is my preferred way of getting new Pokemon content for current games. Yeah, and we talked about it when we first heard the... Way back when we first heard the announcement that it was getting DLC. That I might have been our first were, ever uh, rebooted Ramble podcast. It might episode. well have been. Yeah. And uh, and we were really pro the idea of not having to just play the same game again just I to get to the new bits at the like, end. I thought Sun and Moon were great games, but like having to play through Ultra Sun and Moon again, oh god, like 99% of that game is just recycled. It's... Yeah, hey, Ultra Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Oh, sorry, Base Sun and Moon. They're great games, but they're not great enough that I wanted to play them again. Yeah. Or like have have to play them a year later. With um... like and, and Black and White Two, I feel like was the first game that they did it with. But the the game was different enough that I genuinely felt like it was worth playing well, the, yeah, all the, the way through. Yeah, the fact that the story had switched. Well, it was a sequel in, in a sense, wasn't it? Anyway. So yes, like rather than a remake. Yeah. yeah. So it was a sequel to begin with. So yeah, that straight away adds to it. You know, seeing like these characters you've known from the last game had grown up and done like different things. You know, ends and ends there doing his thing. Gets this is uh, being gets us again, like Unova, Frozen. Yeah, Disney. and we talked about in a previous episode the X and Y twos that were cancelled. Um, we talked about that leak and. When we all thought, you know, you know Zygarde will actually feature it prominently. Yeah, and and I think it, I, I feel like just with the amount of content that X and Y sort of shoveled in at the end, mm. there was enough to justify it making a sequel that was a genuine sequel and not like a redo. Like, and for the most part, X and Y felt more like a tech demo for what 3D Pokemon could look yes, like. Yes, that's exactly, yeah. that was exactly my take. It's like, a lot of it felt so rebooted. And like, you know, they made all the references to Kanto and they gave you the Kanto starts again. It felt like sort of a, a restart point for the Pokemon universe. Mm. Um, I would have been interested to see what a sequel might have looked like. But um, for me, DL yeah, DLC was always the, well, the right way the thing, to bring like, more to a got, story. 
when we got Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, it's probably what made it so good is that X and Y was there where they've, you know, sort of learned how to make these 3D assets, how to make 3D work, and then you've got Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, a remake of an old game, but vastly enhanced bar, you know, one one thing that was missing, <laughs> which, you, which you know what I'm talking about from Emerald. But, I you know, I wish we had DLC back then to add that in, you know, post-game post if they weren't going to gonna have it and i guess really yeah. I was, the other day i was thinking has 3d made them has 3d made pokemon worse in a way D do they feel like they can't make as much content in these games because it's all in 3d and the battle tower well i mean that was definitely one of the big like, criticisms that was yeah. definitely one of the big criticisms of sword and shield is that their excuse for not having all of the pokemon was that it just took too long to make them and then we had like a twitter storm of people making them in five, five minutes like yeah <laughs> that was amazing like you know, I, you know what? I think going back into the topic, yeah, DLC is my preferred method, and we had two DLCs this year, and I I think that's probably going to be it for Sword and Shield. I don't think they're going to add any more expansions to it. I'd be there are there are lots of people speculating there might be, but I, I agree with you. I think it's unlikely. I'd, I'd be surprised. I I don't know where they can take it or how they can entice people. I can't see them making more mythicals or legendaries and stuff like that. Now I think they're firmly focusing on on ramping up to reveal what would be the next Pokemon game probably going to be revealed uh and released by next year october november yeah it wouldn't surprise me if we get a nintendo direct in february time for something releasing late 2021 they have to sort of like talk about some sort of campaign they're doing for 2021 considering how how much content we got back in 2020 not 2020 sorry the 20th anniversary back in 2016 and how every yeah month we had year something... of the mythicals didn't yeah we? there was every month there was something popping up and not only that like tcg they had sort of um new sets like evolutions which was like a reprint um and what i forgot what the other one was but there was another like sort of 20th anniversary TCG yeah I mean, we kind of have that coming with the reprint we kind of have that coming with shining star v yeah and they're doing they're definitely doing uh um another sort of set as well for 2021 but they haven't really revealed it yeah so yeah no dlc yeah, yeah dlc definitely is probably the way to go and and i think they really smashed it with the crown tundra dlc they really brought back some things back from the 2d games that i've been missing from the 3d games for quite a while and that was you know actually having to do stuff to get your legendaries you know having a story behind them you know that sort of thing and like my favorite thing in the dlc was that there was actual challenge to some elements of it mm-hmm Whereas I feel like the Sword and Shield main campaign was just a, a breeze walkthrough of me steamrolling over every trainer in my path. I felt like the DLC, mainly in Max Adventures, added challenge to the game again. I guess that's probably some of its best multiplayer content, you know, co-op yes. content. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, 2020 brought us DLC, and I think it was an overwhelming success. Uh, for me and my money, probably uh, worth it 100% of the way um so yeah dlc 2020 very 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 good yeah thumbs up two other two other games with big expansions this year so pokemon go um having its best year ever um despite lockdown mixed on that because covid has contributed to the game massively can I say purely? Of... Can I say purely best year financially? Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's had its best year financially. But I feel mixed on that because, like, COVID's done a lot of good for the game in the fact that they've been forced to make quality of life updates, new ways to do raiding. You know, even if you can't reach a gym, for example, um, they've like expanded sort of like your circle where you can reach things a bit 
yeah. uh, further that are from you, so it made the game better. In terms of Pokemon spawns, so now even in rural, rural, rural um, wow, why am I struggling with that word? Rural, rural, oh my god, help rural. me. There we go. Yeah, maybe it's because I'm lying down at the moment. Um, fine. Yeah, even in rural areas, um, more Pokemon spawn now. Um, they've introduced something called Seasons uh, with the Gen 6 update where you know, Pokemon will start spawning. That'll make sense for that season rather than yep. just random Pokemon spawning. Um, but my, I think, complaint, and it's only come up recently, um, but Pokemon Go are introducing way too many paid passes for things. For yeah, example, I saw I saw another one on Cerebi the other day, um, which I think was around Galarian Mr. Mime. Which and, is, ha- is ongoing at the moment, yeah. And Yeah, and it just, I mean... I can totally understand a pay-to-play mechanic in Pokemon Go, but not when you're excluding some of the base from, you know, the the benefits. Like, if it's a way to accelerate the process, like, you know, you can level up your account faster, fair enough. But if you're going to hide certain Pokemon behind a paywall, that feels a little difficult for me to... to It's not the first time they've done it. But, you know, for example, Regigigas was behind, like, paid content research. And then, like, later on it came to um, uh, EX raids and stuff like that. So they, they will eventually release it. But my biggest problem is the fact that they've releasing too many of these in such a short amount of time. Like, it's no secret that, um, you know, for example, and you don't have to buy it right now, but there's a Kanto pass. Or, like, yeah. this Kanto research. They put, I forgot the name of it. Essentially, it's going to give you a shiny Mew. Um if you yeah, get through the, the and the tasks game. actually at the moment or like people who are looking at the tasks in the background are going like this is going to be impossible to do and we don't know if Muse will link to it but essentially the the idea is you're going to need to catch uh, all 150 pokemon in the day or in the 12 hours let's say no it's and not you get until february are you I, I double check. Cerebi, Cerebi said that you have until February to get all 151. I double check because I've I've read it myself and that's how it read. Maybe maybe Cerebi misread the data mine or maybe the data mine was incomplete at the time they posted the article. So maybe it's moved on since then. But it looked like you had until February to catch all 151. Yeah. So like maybe like that spawns and stuff like that perhaps. But I guess for a medal it would have been within that day. So you wouldn't be able to get it unless you've got someone there to trade with and whatnot. And like let's not forget they're producing two different passes. So there's the red pass and the green pass, essentially. So like acting like the, the sort of games where you can only get certain Pokemon in one pass and not the other pass. So it's I'd like Yeah, and I and I think this is probably where for me Pokemon Go is now in the realms of it's so far ahead and so convoluted to jump into that I imagine the new player base is getting, certainly putting me off starting a brand new account in Pokemon Go. I, it look, just feels like the these, journey's too hard. I don't, I don't, trust me, it's, it's fine to pick up and whatnot, but when you introduce these passes that are paid passes, fine, you know, one or two are great, community day, 79p for this pass, where you're getting overwhelmingly good stuff anyway, fantastic, why not? But when you're introducing three or four passes at a time during a global pandemic where people are already, you know, financially are struggling, and then you're locking Pokemon behind it, and, you know, some people obviously are going to have this fear of missing out, I just don't think it's the right thing to do. And especially when and you're they're not cheap making, either, right? Well, usually they're about 79p, let's say. But the this, Mr. Mime one was a couple of quid, wasn't it? Yeah, Mr. Mime one, I think maybe was like, I don't know, 
you might have to fact check me on this, but I think it might have been seven pounds. But you get your money's worth in terms of items and stuff like that. But I yeah. just don't see why they're releasing so many at one time, especially when they're already ma- like making hand over fist over and over. And I guess it's probably because Niantic want to fund their other projects and whatnot. But yeah, I don't like the way that's going with all those paid passes and content and stuff like that. It's not. It's not been in the game from the very beginning. It's definitely added since last year into this year and i think they're they're just putting way too much in there at one one time you know they need to calm down with it stop it was 7.99 yeah stop exploiting your player base for god's sake stop making them pay for everything you know you don't need to like make it for the sake of making it you know you can just relax no no And, and i think let's to talk to that point one of the surprise um joys of this year has to be pokemon virtual fest Let's, oh yeah. I mean, let's talk about that. Wait, let's, Completely. Let's, let's park that for a second. Let's talk about the other mobile game. Um Pokemon Masters. Yeah. So that started off right this year. <laughs> and Pokemon thought, Masters, cool. yeah, started off phenomenally this year. And yeah, couldn't be further from that pinnacle at the moment, really. No. And especially it's how sad. we've been lied to recently. And I'm I'm very much calling it a lie because I can't believe that sixty percent of a player base is going to say, or at least sixty percent after the changes they've made are going to say, yeah, this is a great system. I love that. I love that on the Pokemon Masters subreddit now. That's just become the running gag. Has it? When someone's like, "How do you add this sync pair to your team?" Someone's like, sixty percent of players didn't want you to add that Pokemon." To your team. <laughs> yeah, sorry. If people don't know what we're talking about, what's this thing about sixty percent? So uh, DNA put a letter out, letter sixteen, a uh, couple of days ago where they basically talked about the next couple of months of the game and what's coming and one of the main points in that was around the stamina system and uh, the changes they're going to be making to the stamina system and uh, they said that in their recent survey which we all participated in over 60% of players were pro stamina um, which feels like a, a, a big surprise purely on the basis that I cannot find communities online or otherwise who are pro stamina yeah in pokemon masters and i guess it might be a way of how they frame the question when people have responded to a survey or at the timing where they've responded to it where you know most of the content wasn't locked behind stamina for example events for example were never supposed to be behind stamina stuff Um, well and and also you had a lot of new players in the game because it was just after the one year anniversary and when you're a new player stamina is not a problem because you level up and refresh your stamina all the time yeah yeah, it's a tough one. It's so, tough one. I guess the good things with Pokemon Masters is if they've they've added more seasonal pairs now. So you know they they asked us what we wanted. We said we wanted more seasonal pairs, but getting more seasonal. Yeah, pairs. and there's a big announcement coming tomorrow. Um, is, it, which is it tomorrow? Will... Well, in theory, it's like it's it's supposed to be tomorrow Japan time, but it could be anywhere from tonight to I totally I totally missed this our time. Oh, this is in relation to um N, isn't it? In theory. Oh. Yeah, so the official announcement for N is supposed to be in the next 12 hours. It has to be N. It can't be anything else, really. Yeah, I mean, what I'm really curious about is they said that there's presents coming on the 24th of November. I wonder if there's going to be like fat gems, just like PHAT gems. I would not mind that because I'm uh, 9K short of 36K, Mm -hmm. and I would really like to get Signature Blue. Yeah. Before he disappears again. Man, that that banner for, for my money, like if you haven't started Pokemon Masters or you're still like 50, 50 on it, look, just do me a favor, just re-roll for an account a couple of times and try to get red and blue together. It's yeah, someone possible. actually put a guide together on Reddit 
this banner is by far and away the best value for money since the beginning of the game. Yeah. Um, and they put down like a priority reroll list and how to get the most number of gems in the shortest amount of time um, to make it worth rerolling for. So yeah. no, it's, 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 it's red, red and blue for, for my money are probably two of the best pairs in the game. Full stop. You know. So yes, no, a lot of people would agree. Yeah, if you if you are thinking about playing Pokemon Masters, uh, but you're a bit apprehensive, just just re-roll for now. You know, even if you don't play for a while, just re-roll and try get that 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 red and blue because phew, you're going to be better off in the future for it. To be honest with you. Anyway, Serena is goddamn. I still haven't used my tickets, by the way. You know that. Of course you haven't. Ah. Uh, of course you haven't. That's all right. Ah. Uh, so yeah, Pokemon Masters has been a mixed bag. I mean, for the most part, the stamina system has been horrific. This new sort of uh, event they're doing, which is yeah, pay to win events, but doesn't make any sense for this sort of game. Um, they've started introducing that, and I'm very curious to see how how they're going to make quote unquote adjustments to the next one. Um, I am curious what the expectations are in DNA around the lifetime life, uh, how long this game is going to last for, because um, we saw Rumble Rush die this year. Um, and I think it was a surprise to a lot of people because it was doing okay. But um, let's just put this in context. This is the second best sort of performing mobile yeah, game. Yeah, no, it absolutely it's is at the even, moment. It's not even a contest between second and third. No. Um, I'll be curious um, to see how those numbers come out next year. And, and the reason why I'm curious is a lot of their unlimited banners end in 2023. And I just wondered whether maybe that was what their forecast was for the duration of the game. That was just like one of those arbitrary end dates where they're like, okay, look, we're going to give you sufficient time to do this. Yeah, yeah. True. So, yeah, let's let's see let's see what they do with that. Mm. Um, yeah, Pokemon Masters, been, been a 50-50 year for the most part. I still love yeah. the game for all the sort of reasons we've spoken about before, more about the Pokemon universe. The story, than, yeah. yeah, the story, the lore, and the music remain the three best things about that game, and like, none of that has the, tarnished. The occasional time you've got the challenge where you're like, oh, this is quite fun, you know. For example, we're going to get, like, the Johto sort of... Um, I'm uh, really looking forward to that. Yeah, the Johto sort of stadium soon. So Regirock and the Legendary that Arena. That reminds me, I still have to do mine for this week. I completely forgot about it. Oh, to do what? My, my stadium run. Okay, there's a couple of things ending tomorrow so make sure you get yeah, all over do that. that i'm gonna do that like after the podcast like. solgaleo regirock both end tonight oh yeah Reg regirock was all right for me for the most part i mean if you're not trying That's to use one. brendan then yeah yeah if you have steven it's way easier if you don't have steven it's a challenge like i don't think many people are going to believe me but i i use steven um I, I I can't remember who else I use. I use Steven and a couple of others. Oh, Steven, Blue, and I think it was Swanner as well. I basically ended that with full HP on all all three of my pairs. I finally managed to beat Regirock with three stone pairs, thanks to Serena. Oh, Steep Spam again. Serena, Eevee, and Sapdile. is good because um, stat boosts, I guess. So the whole, the whole trick to it is you don't kill the regirock you build up some sync buffs really quickly and then you basically take down bars two and three instantly oh that's interesting so you I basically just realized like that signature not signature sorry normal leaf when her ex comes out that's gonna be absolutely insane yeah evie's good yeah evie's fun evie's right she hasn't got her um her uh what do you call Six it star? no the Grid? other one Grid, yeah, the grid. No, no grid, no six star. That could be a very good grid. Um, yeah. Oh, and sorry, uh, whilst we're talking about Pokemon Masters, I guess people were going to want to know whether or not they should pull for the Christmas pairs. It's a hard no from me. Don't do it. 
Don't Did we not say that last time? Yeah, don't don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. It's not worth Unless it. you really want the Christmas outfits, because yeah. you're that kind of person, it's fine. And if you're going to do it, then probably Skylar. Nothing we say is going to Sky- stop you anyway. Yeah, Skylar or Verica, um, if you do do it. But if you want some good sync pairs and you think these Christmas ones are, are the ones that pull for, no. Go to the Canto Banner, banner. Be happy with the Canto Banner. If you're not happy with the Canto Banner. Or wait, wait 12 save, hours and yeah. see what's coming out. S- save your gems. Save your gems. Um, so, yeah, that's Pokemon Masters. What else in 2020? I guess anime. Virtual Fest. Oh, we virtual Fest. Virtual yeah, go, go Virtual Fest. The, the best bit of free content that came out this year for Pokemon was Pokemon Virtual Fest. You and I had a blast. We had so much fun We had a blast. No that. Team Rocket. No Team Rocket. Yeah, no they Team Rocket. They were not there. But it was, it was brilliant. It was just this little quirky thing that just came out of nowhere. And it was so much fun. And it went away. And it was great. No part of that wasn't great. Now, some dude, God bless his soul, actually was in the game. And what he did in the game is he said nothing. He pressed record and he managed to record some of the soundtracks. Now, they're not like sort of one for one, sort of like sounding as good as it oh, would have wow. been from Source. But it's there to be like, you know what? This is nostalgic. I miss you, it. You may have to link me to that later. Uh, just Google it. You, you can't miss Sorry, it we'll on do. YouTube. Sorry. We'll um, no, that's awesome. But yeah, that was, this that was is everything in that game. The manhole covers, the, the guns, the little water guns, that everything was about that jokes was great. Come out of it, dude. We found Pokemon Sleep. We found where they were holding Developing Pokemon it. Sleep. Yeah, yeah. dude. Okay. Everything about Virtual Fest was great. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, I'm trying to think what else came out this year that was super new and super fun. TCG. Yeah, let's talk TCG. So I guess the biggest thing about TCG is the sort of resurgence on YouTube on TCG. Um, okay. Where a lot of streamers, YouTubers are now getting back into Pokemon cards. Um, and I think it's something to do with the champion's path set. And I think that might be because it's got like a ch- shining Charizard. But definitely in the UK, at least, a lot of people are back to opening Pokemon cards, uh, trying to get Pokemon um well, Pokemon cards, rare Pokemon cards, and stuff like that. And yeah, it just, I think just two other like things really. I think two other things really it. helped it this year. One is that they started streaming um, the Players Cup, and it just gave TCG a platform. Well, it never had a platform. Before. Here's what I'm sort of saying in in relation to that is I'm talking about the 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 mostly sort of casual Pokemon fan crowd where oh yeah yeah just that, the they're just yeah they're just like back into it and i'm like oh awesome and the, yeah and the other thing that really helped this year is there were some sales of first edition charizards that hit the front pages because they went for crazy money yeah, and i think it just probably, rekindles yeah, that's probably where where it kind of came from because a lot of the titles you see is opening up a first edition box and stuff like that for yeah. twelve thousand pounds and stuff like that so that's probably where it's come from yeah yeah um, and uh, i don't know if we mentioned the pokemon company now has an official twitch channel I'm oh. not promoting. Subscribe to the Poggy Ramble podcast only. No, go on. Um, they they feed us at the end of the day. <laughs> but they yeah, so they're streaming. They're streaming um, the Players' Cup. They're streaming the podcast there. Um, it's cool. Oh, it's, you can also find it on YouTube as well. They, they yeah, stream yeah, yeah. on YouTube as well, so that's cool, yeah. pretty cool. Um, but nice that they you know they've got another outlet on Twitch for that kind of content because I think it's just going to help promote those audiences and i'm not suggesting that those audiences are any, ever going to be as large as they are for the main game but if you're into tcg or you want to learn more about the competitive scene like it's nice to have more much more coverage than we've ever had before it's much more accessible than it's ever been before <laughs> the funny thing about the tcg is if you've actually sat down and ever watched it it's just like 
what's going on here like someone puts down a card and they're like shuffling like 15 times bring out another card reshuffle 15 times bring out yeah. another card tcg is one of those things where you kind of have to pause it go and google the card that they've just played work out what it does go back to the game watch them do a whole bunch of things randomly and then try and match the two up i like very rarely but it does happen where it'll be like one turn this guy gets the perfect hand is like well it's over for you there's no way you can come back yeah. from this <laughs> I, it was definitely one of those i think it was blastoise it was a blastoise card back in gen 6 that was just yeah and he was havoc. holding all five pieces of a Exactly. Yeah, you know when the Pokemon company had said, "Oh, here's a new way to play the Pokemon TCG." I was thinking, "Oh yeah, it's gonna be like Yu-Gi-Oh. You're gonna get trap cards and stuff like that." No, it just turns out that there's two sets of like based on Urshifu, where it's like Strike and whatever the other one. Yeah, ones so called. now they've literally divided Pokemon in half between two factions. <laughs> oh god, it's like yes. the Lieutenant Surge's war all of a sudden, or like you know. Yeah, it, that looks. I think like literally, I was like, oh, it goes back to like the Team Rocket days when there was like a Team Rocket faction. And actually, really specific, there was a Team Magma and Team Aqua factions in Gen 3. Oh, yes. One of those, the Team uh, Magma deck with Groudon, I think, was leading in it, uh, won Worlds that year. Dude, I, I, oh, I really deck. just want another TCG set around, I don't know, either like a, I don't know, a gym leader set or like a evil team organization set. Those sets are always my favorite sets. Or Delta Species, yeah. bring back Delta Species, please. Um, but oh, I guess no, now, now, now that Delta Species is now a defunct sort of idea now that they've got um, regional forms. Um, that's true, that's true. Yeah. Maybe that's what Delta Species was. Maybe it was just ahead of its time. <laughs> it definitely was ahead of its time. It was a very interesting concept. Um, but yeah, TCG's done all right, I guess. VGC, well, we're supposed to have 2020 Worlds this year. Looks to be bumped next year, and hopefully me and you can get some tickets to go. Um, Mate, I hope to be competing. Sorry, I hope to get some tickets to go. You hope to be competing. <laughs> um, yeah, just just basically because, you know, it's a fun time to be uh, playing. Actually, me and you were supposed to be uh, facing Randolph in um, uh, that uh, London competition. We? Do you remember? Huh? He he was going to be attending it. As oh one of the yes, I do well. remember. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, imagine that that came along and it was like it was good. Like me and you were texting. It's like, are we still going? Are we not going? And then it got cancelled. It was like, yeah, we're not yeah. going. That was just before right. Corona. Sort of like the the whole realization yes. about it had yeah, hit. Yeah. At that point, I was very naive. Like going to the cinema still until the cinema was like on oh, the I day. Think we all- on, on the day I was, I was like, I was going two days in a row. On the second day, I was gonna go there. They're like, oh no, we're closed. I was like, oh man, because like the first day I went, there was like two other people in the cinema. It was, it was like heaven. Oh wow, you must have been going like quite late into the lockdown. Then. No, 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 yeah, no. Well, just before lockdown hit, essentially. Fair enough. So like, there's like people talking about it on the news and stuff like that. Me, there's me just naively thinking, ah, it's, it's nothing or whatever. Fair until reality hit me, uh, with 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 you know friends and, and whatnot. But like. I literally went to cinema. There's two other people, and I'm like, "This is the best cinema experience I've ever had." You know, <laughs> just after work, not even like, not even like a a weird time, like after work when it's supposed to be peak and stuff like that. No, it was um, it was fun. Sorry, uh, so television wise, yeah, we we talked about movie wise. Well, we're gonna get our movie next year. Yeah. Um, for some reason, we're always behind when it comes to these things. So I I don't yeah. understand why, but hey, it is what it is. Can uh, I I actually know why? Can I explain it? Who and hit me? So because they when they it's not because they had the an- and Pokemon Sleep no 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 when they when they do the animation <laughs> when they do the animating they do it to the to the, what the, the 
sequencing is they get the Japanese voice actors to record dialogue. Are you talking about the li- lip syncing? Yeah. Oh, okay. So they, they, the Japanese actors record dialogue. They do the animation to mirror the Japanese voice acting. So then they finish the film, editing, post-production, and then retrospectively go back and get the Western dub done. And that's why it always comes out afterwards. But it doesn't. It shouldn't be coming out as late as it always does. Is my sort of point. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, I watched that. Was it Forbes who did a really good yeah, video? With, uh, what's the name? Um, the, the English voice actor. Yeah, and it, it's a process. Like it is a real process. It's a pro- but it's never. I, I promise you, it's never going to take you that long to do that. But I'm sure. I'm sure it doesn't. But no, it it definitely doesn't. Trust me. Um, one sec. Squeaky chair. Ah. Pokemon in 2020, well, stands out for Pokemon in 2020. Can we talk 2020 merch? Yeah, go for it. Uh, <laughs> so, standout winner, Pokemon merch this year, uh, goes to Pokemon Air for letting you put uh, an inflatable Pikachu anywhere you want in your home to oh, lie Jesus, on, don't, sit on, ride don't on. talk about how you and inflate you, it, please. And then uh, you can hang out with Pikachu. Excellent. That was that's, one of my favourite bits of merch. That's year. all I, I've ever wanted to do is hang out with Pikachu. I am a little gutted that like it's a Japan exclusive and I can't get it for Christmas because I was really hoping to get one. Last Christmas. But yeah, uh, that's probably been my favourite bit of merch this year. Oh, the 2020 Pokemon of the Year is Greninja, apparently. It was, yeah. yeah. I don't know how that was decided. Yeah, I guess maybe Greninja's, people Greninja's like done X, XYZ is like, yeah, Greninja. Greninja's, Greninja's literally done nothing this year. Not been in the anime, not even available in Sword and Shield, not in Pokemon Masters. Literally just... Yeah. I no, guess wait. it's how they, how they did the voting. They did it by region, didn't they? So, like, the Kalos yeah, region, this... you didn't have too much of, like... There's no competition. Yeah, there's not much competition, is there? So, like, it might, it might have just... There's Greninja, Horlucha... Some people like Talonflame for some reason. Hey, Talonflame is dope. Talonflame feels like a, Talonflame feels like the baby that Moltres wants to hide away from you. Like Moltres is like, I'm the true king of all firebirds, and then Talonflame's like, but I'm here too. I love Talonflame. Don't get me wrong. I don't but... know if my money for Talonflame is right up there. I guess it has to do with like how broken it was in Gen Six as well with Gale Wings, like. <laughs> That was a, yeah no it was very that, broken yeah I'm trying to think of any other Gen Six that's as popular as Greninja or Halucha. Ah, uh, I know my friend likes Noibat a lot. Gumi. Yeah, Gumi was well, yeah, cute, I guess. Uh, nah, Gumi was not up there. No, that's it, really. Mega Evolution was probably the standout thing of Gen Six for me. Well, that's the really. thing, right? Half the half the Gen Six Pokemon aren't Gen Six Pokemon. No, they're just Mega Evolutions. But no so, Gen 6 Pokemon. So, shout out to Sylveon, a new evolution. That's always. Like, how That's the weirdest thing, though. Like... No Gen 6 Pokemon had a mega evolution. Oh, can we talk about Volcanion, actually? I'm looking at this list now. Volcanion was, yeah, was sure. awesome. I, I love the, the fact that it was like. I feel like, I feel like all I feel like all mythical Pokemon go under the radar because they're not in the actual game. Yeah, I guess. You're right. For some reason, it always like used to come from like Candy Bar, which has always mystified me. But yeah, what's happened in 2020 with Pokemon, eh? I think, uh, I think we've covered it, really, haven't we? Yeah. We didn't have any Pokemon music this year. We did get Pokemon ASMR again. Yeah, uh, let's said about that, probably the better. There's a Charmander one and a Pikachu one. There's definitely more as well, which is... 
Actually, oh, yeah, talking about like more, more kind of cool, neat stuff on YouTube, I guess. Um, yes. So we've already, we have, like, Pokemon Masters, for example, upload all sorts of stuff onto YouTube, like the, the one year anniversary, like OST for Red and, and Cynthia. Um, they uploaded that really wacky, sort of like Looney Tunes, uh, Scraggy and Mimikyu sort of. Uh, oh, that was fantastic. Yeah, yeah the Looney Tunes um, parody. It's not really a parody, it's like a homage. Yeah. But it was it was great. An homage. Uh you had that homage. really cool Pokemon um music video come out. Um I guess Oh yeah, that music video was good. We heard nothing about Detective Pikachu 2 that was supposed to come to the Switch. Um Yeah. I, I guess that's that's been twenty twenty in Pokemon, really. Uh, I bet you anything, as soon as we turn off this podcast, we're like, oh my god, I can't believe we've got got to say that. Oh my god. And we're gonna start crying. Yeah, no, I, I, that's all I can think about for twenty twenty in Pokemon. I, we had some McDonald's set at some point this year with Pokemon. I I got all of those. Oh, you lucky son of a gun! Oh no! So there was there were multiple McDonald's sets. There was actual McDonald's figurines mm. late last year, mm. and I got all of those. And then this year they had Pokeball disc launchers. Uh, and I only have one of those. Well, remind me next time you go to McDonald's and there's a Pokemon set, I'll just pay you to buy an extra Happy Meal or whatever. <laughs> you can secure me one. No, I, I literally just go and buy the toy standalone. Oh, like from eBay or something? No, no, no. From McDonald's, I just go in and say, can I buy one of each of the toys you've got at the moment? And they're like, yeah, sure. They're 99p each. Bargain. Dude, uh, tell me. I'll give you the money next time. <laughs> literally. So the only thing they're a bit weird about is you can't buy more than one. But I'll go in twice or I'll go to different ones. Yeah, I'll give I'll give the money to Sophie then in that case. Just tell her not to spend it on other stuff and buy the Pokemon stuff, please. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm looking forward to that next year. Pun Queen Lucy or Pun Queen Sophie. Did you just... Do I need to clip out that one bit from the podcast no, and send it to her? And Pike, like... Pike, Queen, Pike Queen Lucy, Pun Queen okay, Lucy, I just Pun thought Queen you Sophie. Your, your, your own betrothed name for no, a second. No, I was trying to, was trying to <laughs> seed in, trying to seed in what we should, we should make. I, think, I, t- I have I'll, to think of what we're I'll, I'll tell you what, your defense is solid at the moment. It's solid. <laughs> I couldn't forget. I said her name like 10 seconds before. I know, I know, I know. I know. I'm just saying this so she doesn't listen to this and be like, oh my God, how could he? Oh, there's another Pokemon 2020 highlight. Your engagement. Dude, I got engaged this year. Yeah. That was a Pokemon highlight as well, actually. Good yeah. point. Tell, tell, tell I, the listeners uh, if they don't know about it already. Because that was like I, on stream that you re- revealed that, so it wasn't actually Pokeramble content. That's true. It wasn't on Pokeramble. So I, um, I paid a developer to edit the opening of Pokemon Yellow so that rather than it being Professor Oak saying, welcome to the world of Pokemon, and then giving you his spiel... Uh, he reads out a an engagement message, and instead of producing Nidorino, he produces an engagement ring. Can um, I... Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I, I will at some, I, at some point. I will post it to Reddit. Sophie's given me her blessing. Yeah. Um, I just need to find a way to like redact some of the more personal bits in the message. Yeah. Um, but it was cool. So he, the guy, edited a ROM for me, loaded it onto a cartridge, shipped the cartridge over to me. I put it in the Game Boy that I bought Sophie after two weeks that we've been together, gave it to her, and hey, we're engaged now. Uh, permission to make an inappropriate joke? Oh, go on. We'll edit it out if we have to. Um, do you know like how like there's that joke where you know Professor Oak tells you to go on in a journey and your your mom's by herself and, and whatnot? Sure. Um, so what if like 
instead of Professor Oak, he goes, you, Amit, telling the player, yeah, yeah, you go off on your journey. And, like, your mom was actually like, <laughs> I'll end the joke there. But... Oh, dear. I don't want to know where you were going with that. Well, it's a joke that, you know, uh, Professor Oak is visiting Ash's mum. <laughs> oh, I see. It's I a see. joke. And so instead of Professor Oak, could be you. Oh, dear. Um, Deary me. Yeah. But, yeah, that... It, and it wasn't just that you did that because it would be a cool idea. It's because it, it sort of relates to your relationship with Sophie. And it, it's sort of seen in history or, or your history that, you know, that replicates that sort of thing. I mean, it's... I, I, I don't mind talking publicly about it, but, like, I'm not very much of a risk taker. And when I bought Sophie that yellow Game Boy after... We'd only been together for two weeks. And like it wasn't it wasn't cheap, right? It wasn't cheap on eBay. Yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna really make an effort because I really like this person. I was like, she feels like she could be the one. And it was like I feel like that was a moment that was really significant for me. And so I wanted that to be part of part of the engagement because for me it was like a really significant turning point in this is someone I really want to spend more time with and maybe the rest of my life with that I'd never felt that way about a person before. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a, it was a big moment. Big moment. Well, I'm not going to ruin that moment with another joke. Um, so before I end the podcast, I, d- I did mention earlier that Niantic's made hand over fist and you've already mentioned the numbers and stuff like that. But I do want to give them a shout out on one facet, which is that they've donated roughly one million of that towards charities uh, and like donations to, to some companies during the pandemic. So, you know, yeah. it, it might be like a drop in the ocean for them, but still at the end of the day, it is money that's going to help people. And, you know, and it's a lot more than other companies are giving. Yeah. So, like, just, you know, they're giving something at the end of the day, at least. And even though it might be a minuscule amount for, for them, you know, at least it's 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 going to be something to someone, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but that's been, that's been our podcast, Pokemon's 2020. Uh, what would you rate it out of 10? What would I rate it out of ten? Because I think across the across the board, mm-hmm. I think it. I think it is a. Oh, it's hard. I think across the board, it's been nine out of ten year. Oh, that's high. And I tell you why. There's been a couple of things this year that have really stood out for me. One, the the new anime Pokemon Journeys has been phenomenal. Two has been um, a lot of the like the 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 side games. Um, and I know Pokemon Masters has gone to part. I don't know if Pokemon Go has got monetization issues. But... When you say it's gone to part, it's still a serviceable game. It's just not. Yeah, it's still a service. Yeah, yeah. but but actually, Pokemon Masters has been a real highlight of my year. Uh, I really enjoyed trying Pokemon Smile, and you know, there's been lots of other just odd bits here and there that have been really fun. The DLC, particularly the Crown Tundra, was phenomenal. Um, and there are like odd bits here and there that you know I wish the Pokemon Company had done better, but do you know what? For me, it's been a pretty pretty good year, Pokemon wise. I was going to give it around a six or a seven out of ten, to be honest with you. I and, and I think I think that's probably fair. Yeah, I don't. It's been a fun year. It's been a good year by all accounts. Really, I don't think they've just moved too much forward into, you know, where it could be, and that's probably for good reason. Where they've shifted to a DLC sort of format. And usually at this type point of year, we would know what's coming next in so the Pokemon franchise, and we probably would have already had it by now. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see what they do in 2021, and that'll be his own subject in the new year. But next week, we'll be just looking at, well, I guess Pokemon merch, <laughs> really, uh, for Christmas. Or what, would, what, what kind of merch would we get for Christmas, even though it's going to be after yeah. Christmas? But yeah, look forward to that. Uh, as always, I've been Kamail. 
and I've been the Frontier Brain Owner. And we'll be streaming uh, on Christmas Eve, probably. Um, Wonder Trading uh, Pokemon over here on the channel at twitch.tv slash H. So do join us. We'll be giving away Pokemon, Ice type Pokemon, whatever kind of Pokemon. Just Pokemon for Christmas. Having a chat, enjoying Christmas Eve together. Uh, that'll be my last working day as well, which I'm quite chuffed about. It's going to be a half day. I've got an exam on Wednesday, which is going to be fun. Uh, that's going to be exciting um but after that i feel like i'm going to be liberated from the world so that's that's um that's gonna be fun so yeah uh we will catch you uh next week bye guys goodbye everybody goodbye my friends